0: Hey guys, what's going on? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad Radio. It's been a while, but we're back and we're better than ever for 2018. I have two incredible guests for you today to kick off our new season. It's season two of Lean Green Dad Radio and I have so much to fill you in on. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio.
1: From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now here's your host, Corey Warren.
0: Hey everybody and what's up? Welcome back to season two of Lean Green Dad Radio. We are proud to be brought to you by the Parents on Demand Network, which is an app with a ton of great parental podcasts. So make sure you go check them out over at parentsondemand.com. Also make sure you subscribe and review us in the iTunes store if possible. That means so much to us and it keeps the show going strong. So listen up folks. Today's episode of Lean Green Dad. What is it brought to you by? Well, it's brought to you by Clean Green Protein. Have you tried this? No? Well, if you're looking for a protein, you're still starting off the new year by hitting the gym, then you got to grab this product, guys. It's buy one, get one, 55% off right now through January 31st. So only a couple days here of a window that you have to take advantage of this over at cleanmachineonline.com. You want to use the discount code LGD for Lean Green Dad. LGD Bogo 55 at checkout to take advantage of this offer which was put together in honor of the founder's birthday uh, Jeff Palmer, man what, what an amazing friend, what an amazing guy, a former guest on the podcast he is turning 55 and if you see the dude, I mean he's just ripped, he's just ridiculous his body is incredible uh, he's a former, you know, award winning bodybuilder champion, just amazing guy and um, so in honor of his birthday they're doing this offer, again it's CleanMachineOnline.com and the discount code is LGD for Lean Green Dad, Bogo 55. Now, um, if you are listening to this after January and you still want to get the protein, I got a great offer for you. Just go to LeanGreenDad.com, you click on the shop tab, and use Lean Green 20. Lean Green 20 at checkout that'll give you 20% off your order um so what's up hey my name's Corey. uh if it's your first time hearing us then thank you for tuning in and spending some time with me now as i said we have a pretty incredible guest in fact we have two guests today uh that have helped keep us safe and keep our country safe i'll tell you about them in a minute but who am i well my name's Corey. what's going on uh i'm a husband uh, i'm a vegan dad i'm a podcast host as you can tell and i create plant-based meal plans for busy families now uh, these these vegan meal plans they're they're super easy they're super quick. Uh, Fifteen minutes or less is is all I have time for sometimes and uh, and that's that's what I do I love it. Each week I get to talk to some pretty amazing folks that inspire me to keep motivated, you know, to stay fit, just get healthy and uh, get the most out of life as a busy parent. You know, for me, finding time to work out and make healthy quick meals for me and my family while spending quality time together, it can be hard, you know, we overschedule ourselves. So, you know, my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these folks that you'll take away some quick tips or inspiration that you can use in your life to keep you and your family going strong. So, uh, well, what, what's what been going on since the last time we did a show? Well, so much. Did you hear about our new meal planning app? Yes, it's true. It's called Prepare. And pair like the fruit, prepare. Uh, did you hear that it's free? Yes, I'm not joking. That is also true. Right now, you can go to the Lean Green Dad website, which... I'm sure you know by now, leangreendad.com, and you can sign up for our new plant-based meal plan free for 30 days. Now, what do you receive? No credit card required, folks, just free for 30 days. What do you get for that? Well, me and my team. I have Kristen, who does my recipes with me. I have Cedric, who works with me on making snacks and desserts, and uh, you will receive three original plant-based dinners each week, and two original plant-based snacks every week. So that's five meals, essentially, that you're gonna get each week that will help you conquer your challenge as a plant-based family. I know it's hard, guys. I know it's crazy. Um, You know, three kids, I'm coming home, and that big question of what's for dinner is always looming. So I've got to figure out what I'm going to do. I look at the app. It's got an awesome prepare mode, they call it, and it's just step-by-step easy directions. Uh, Grocery shopping list automatically populates for you. It's an absolutely beautiful user experience, and I know that because I'm an app guy. Uh, You know, I think you guys know I developed an app back in the day and, um, you know, here we are with my own app with Lean Green Dad. It's a partnership with my friends over at Super Healthy Kids. I absolutely love them and uh, it's great. So homepage, LeanGreenDad.com, go check it out. You can sign up there. Okay, let's get to the show. Who are we talking to today? Well, I mentioned two uh, servicemen, two uh, amazing Air Force pilots that have, uh, you know, just had incredible lives uh, one is named Thor aka uh, that's his aka I should say his name is Joel Neeb uh, the founder of afterburner president of afterburner which you'll hear about soon and then Otis Hooper now hoop uh, his call sign is hoop uh, is is a pretty incredible guy uh, he's a dad of four boys uh, 15 4 10 and three are their ages you know he was an 18year VIP Air Force pilots. Now what does that mean? Well, he flew pretty high elected officials, uh, elected officials around the country. Uh, kept them safe. He transformed himself from Dad Bod to Mr. Olympia. I'm not even joking. In like a year, he like won the whole thing. He was named 2016 Men's Health Magazine Ultimate Guy top 3 finalist. He's an Ironman triathlete. He competed in American Ninja Warrior. He's got another one coming up. And he's been in three movies, guys. He's been in Den of Thieves, uh, 1517 to Paris, and then he's in Rampage coming up with The Rock in April. Unbelievable. So, um, listen, he's he's just a really cool guy. Uh, his story is amazing. I think you're going to really like it a lot. And uh, he's climbing Mount Kilimanjaro with Joel coming up here uh, this summer. So, I'm really excited for you to get to meet him. Uh, without any further ado, let's get into it. It's my interview with Thor and Hoop from Afterburner, and uh, you're going to love it. Let's go. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to Lean Green Dad, and it is 2018, which means it's season two of Lean Green Dad Radio, and we are so glad to have you join us. Uh, We're here on Facebook Live, which means that we have a guest with us that is obviously live they're coming to us from a different part of the world and you can see them to the side of me we have two amazing guests uh both men that have helped you know keep us not only safe but given us the the fight for the freedom that we have today and so to start off by introducing thor and hoop i just want to say thank you guys so much for your service you you are amazing uh multiple years of service thank you
1: our privilege thanks thanks,
0: thanks for, for having us so on so uh, these two gentlemen are, have done amazing things and are going to be doing more amazing things. Uh, let's, let's start with you, Hoop. So uh, Otis Hooper, a.k.a. Hoop, uh, that is your, your call sign in the, from the Air Force. And, uh, you know, talk to me about your journey, right? You, you've gone all the way from dad bod to, uh, as I like to say, oh, my God, right? From dad bod to oh, my God. And uh, I feel like this transformation that you've made is is truly inspiring. I mean, all joking aside, like um, congratulations on this journey. What what was the thing that motivated you to say, "Hey, you know what? I need to get in shape. There's something not right here."
2: Well, really, it was just uh, just looking in the mirror and being honest with myself. It was, you know, sometimes it's it's easy to kind of uh, just say, oh, "I'll do it tomorrow" or "I'll get to it," but when I looked at my kids and my kids kind of looked at me and we had that man-to-man uh, father-to-son moment, uh, I took a moment to look in the mirror myself and say, what, can, what am I doing that can, uh, that can actually elevate, elevate where I'm at health-wise and yeah. uh, my kids as well. So it was kind of about a week or two uh, moment that I had. And then pairing with my buddy uh, Joel Thor here and uh, really just kind of elevating and, and doing not only the mental piece, but also the physical side.
0: Yeah. Now, when you talk about the mental piece, I mean Thor, you have been through, and Joel Nieb is his name. Uh, but Thor, you've you've taken on the Iron Man. Um, you know, we're that we're part of that Iron Man Brotherhood together. And uh, you know, what people don't talk about very much is that mental part of the Iron Man, right? I mean, anybody can go train on a bike, and anybody can swim, but the mental part of that race and specifically for me it was the last 12 miles of the 112 mile bike where i just broke down crying i was talking to my grandpa you know who's no longer with us i just in there just trying to get through this thing uh how important is that that mental sport uh you know that mental part of the sport
1: uh, it's so important and i really think that's really what we do it for right you know at the end of the day uh, like you said we can train our bodies to do amazing things And it's not enough to just cross that finish line and say that our bodies were capable of doing this. I remember when I was getting ready for the Ironman, everybody was saying, hey, you're going to crush it. You're going to do so well. Good luck. Except for one person. And this one person wrote me and he said, I hope you suffer. That's (laughs) cool. That's cool. Mean by that, and he's an MMA fighter. I'll give you the background on him. He's an incredible MMA fighter. Uh, he's been very successful, a headliner. And uh, he said, "I hope you suffer." I'm so jealous. What you are about to undergo? I said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "I live for that moment when I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep going. Like I train my two years before a fight for that second when I'm being choked out, and I got to decide can I find it within me to keep going, or am I going to wake up on the mat in a few seconds?" And I'll never forget. I hit that moment. I was going up the hill the third time on a bike, and my feet are going like this. And you, you know, you could walk faster than I was moving up the hill. It was so steep. I'm in the lowest the, the gear to make that happen. And I remember thinking, "Yep, I'm suffering. Here it is." But I had a smile on my face because it was that's what I was paying for. That's that moment, right, find it inside me and mentally overcome that uh, that obstacle.
0: And uh, you want to talk about adversity. I mean, Joel, you've been through it all, man. Um... You know, your your story is incredible too. I mean, not not only running afterburner, of course, but uh, your your fight with cancer. Um, can you talk about <laughs> the the similarities there? I mean, there's got to be some similarities between that Ironman race and your your battle against cancer, right?
1: Yeah, that's an insightful comment because the the battle with cancer uh, hit me out of the blue. It was 2010. I was feeling fantastic. I was a fighter pilot. I was on top of my game. I was being looked at for. Uh, the the Thunderbirds, which are like the Navy's Blue Angels, except it's better. Yeah, of course. And,
0: <laughs> of course. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so uh, we are. I'm, I'm in the middle of this, and then out of left field, I find out I have stage four cancer, about a 15% chance to live five years, uh, and probably you know they gave me about 18 months time frame to, to start packing things up and, and expect uh, things to go badly at that point. Um, and and so I had to find it within me uh, to keep going, and you know I didn't know how that was going to turn out. But I'll tell you, I did learn through that experience that it, it is the mental fortitude that gets people through it. You can't you can't mentally decide that you're going to beat cancer and overcome it, but you can certainly mentally give up. And I did see people make that decision during treatment and, and during the cancer battle, and, and that always ended poorly. Uh, mm. and
0: so there is there is a will to
1: fight that makes a difference uh, in, in an Ironman or in cancer battle.
0: Well, um like, like I said, I, I'm just so inspired, man. I just, uh, just, just absolutely incredible. And you guys continue to do gr- to do great things. We're going to be talking about that uh, that big, big uh, hurdle slash mountain that you're going to be climbing pretty soon. But before we do that, uh, let's go back to Hoop real quick. So Hoop, you know, there's this video of you out there on YouTube that has you doing the uh american ninja warrior thing right you're doing your thing and i saw it for a couple minutes and it's like you you made it past the one part and then the rope i got a little scared you know the rope part (laughs) but then you ended up falling in the water you lost your leg footing and and, and then you just kind of fell into the water there but you still came out smiling and flexing and uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you you gotta you gotta you had the cameras right on you so you knew what you were doing that was good but um you know What's what's the next step? Because I think you're you're getting ready for another run at this thing, right? Is that right?
2: That's right. Actually, the, the Ninja Warrior thing happened again because of my kids, but that was just uh, a small piece of the puzzle. Uh, what Thor just talked about with his Iron Man, uh, his, his battle with cancer and then battling the Iron Man inspired me to, to train for an Iron Man. That's what I was actually training for while I was while the Ninja Warrior thing came up. So the Ninja Warrior. Uh, competition, uh, was two weeks prior to my Ironman. Uh, oh so I didn't gosh. train at all. For this oh, job. stop. You're Don't awesome.
0: even tell me that. That's so brutal.
2: Except for the Wednesday before. So the Wednesday before I went to a ninja gym and played around in there for about an hour. And, uh, and I realized, man, I am in trouble. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that is not, you're in a, in for a world of pain. If you yeah, have not.
2: It, now, I had the power and the endurance, but what I did not have was the technique and ah. there was lot of technique that goes overlooked when you're watching the watching the videos on tv so this time i said i want to i want to give this another shot and i want to train right uh so i am training this time specifically for ninja warrior and uh, hopefully i'll have a better run at it this time and i'm, I'm bringing somebody hopefully i can bring somebody along with
1: me
0: yeah and- <laughs> yeah hey absolutely joel can he convince you to do another one
1: yeah, well, not an Iron Man because I, I've checked that square, but I'm definitely going to go try the uh, the American Ninja Warrior with him. And uh, while I, I I probably won't get as long of a bio as he got, and the, the explanation for his story, <laughs> I, I'm going to try to stick around on the course a little bit longer than he did. We're both going to crush it this year, so we'll, we'll look forward to it.
0: Nice. And uh, Art Eddy, one of my friends, just came on and said, you have a great story. It's so interesting. Thanks for your comment, Art. And then uh, we have Tina, who said, uh, say hi from Atlanta. So we got Tina tuning in and, and watching up, us. So, hey, hey, Tina. So, um, okay, American Ninja Warrior. Now, um, we talked about Iron Man. So I, I didn't know that, Hoop, so you actually completed it, but you were in, like, a world of hurt after. For the Iron Man? Yeah, you did the Iron Man. You completed it? I completed an Iron Man. Uh, two weeks
2: later, two weeks after that. Two weeks after the Ninja Warrior. So I did wow. Ninja Warrior April 8th, and then April 22nd, I did an Iron Man. Yeah. and completed okay. an Iron
0: Man. How'd you feel after compared to Thor? <laughs>
2: He will tell you that he did it in an hour faster than me, but I felt great. I was still smiling and I flexed all the way across the finish line. So that's what up.
0: Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Great, but,
2: uh, you know, so the Ninja Warrior, Olympia, um, Iron Man—it's been great. But what's really exciting is being able to take the next step with uh, with my buddy Joel here. And I, like you mentioned earlier, we're gonna we're gonna try to climb Mount Kilimanjaro here in July uh, this this year so that's really exciting and we're able to do it together this time uh, so we're really looking forward to that journey and tell, I can't believe
1: that that the you know we compete against each other and we verbally spar and have fun we know each other for 25 years but no one inspires me more than this guy and it's so fun to have this type of relationship where we can challenge each other to up our game and he crushed me in the physique contest he did went out to do mr olympia and uh, did phenomenal things in just a year of training i mean literally went into the elite athlete status in no time into the stratosphere and uh it's it's fun watching and then partaking some of these things together as a team
0: Uh, well guys you know uh as you continue to to go on this journey you've got 17 years in the air force uh hoop you know uh thor i don't know how long how long were you in the air force
1: so I was in the Air Force for 15 years, and then I made the leap out during the, right after I got the okay from the doctors for the cancer battle, that things were looking
0: on the up. Right on. And um, the bodybuilding competition, Hoop, we didn't really talk about that very much. You said Mr. Olympia, but I don't think everybody understands. So you went from normal dad to Mr. Olympia. Uh, uh, wh- wh- how, how was that? I mean, th- oh, you, talk about, you wanted to talk about, I'm sorry, American Ninja Warrior is one thing, right? To get your body ready for that. But bodybuilding is like a whole different thing. You got Iron Man. You got American Ninja Warrior and you got Bodybuilder. These are three completely different things. And I don't think people understand, like, you can get your body in shape. You can have a couple muscles here and there. But when you're going into a bodybuilding competition, there's a science to it, right? Absolutely. You can, you can bulk up and you can get all those muscles, but then you got to shred it all off. you got to basically, I mean, come on, let's be real here. you got to starve yourself like the day of the competition. You're, you're practically starving. You're going to pass out because you got no carbs in your system, right?
2: <laughs> Actually, that, that's a little bit of a misnomer, but... It was it was a it was an absolute, complete, transformational journey for me. It was never about the competitions. So when I started my I guess bodybuilding journey, uh, February thirteenth of twenty fifteen, I honestly just wanted to get in better shape. That was my only goal. Just like most of your viewers out there, hey, I just want to eat better, get a get a little bit of definition, and get ready for the summer so I can look good on the beach with my kids. Yep. that was my only goal. That was it. And uh, when I The the difference was is I I got together with an Air Force Academy buddy of ours, uh, Rob Giles, and he developed a plan for my life uh, that was specific around my life, my goals, and what I wanted to achieve, and it was food and workout. Uh, And what I did was I applied that plan with incredible discipline, and I stayed uh, disciplined. I stayed on the track, and my body started to respond incredibly fast. So in about two months, um, my body started changing really fast, and then he dangled a goal out there, and that goal was, "Hey, you ought to consider competing in a men's physique contest." I'm like, "What? What's that?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm not getting on stage in a bikini. That is not happening." <laughs> and you can wear tells, board
0: shorts. I heard right. You can wear board shorts. I
2: mean, you wear board shorts, like swimming trunks. You get on stage, yeah. seconds, front, back. And so I just didn't want to embarrass myself. I was 40 years old. I'm competing with these 20 year olds, and I didn't want to embarrass myself. So I went all in on the uh, on the training and my diet. And I won. I won the competition. I won my age division. I won the whole thing. Right. It was really exciting and fun, and I decided to do another one uh, two months later. That one I didn't win. It was a national competition, and I came in uh, almost last place. But I learned something in that in that point from the time that I won to the time that I came in last place. And it was exciting to me because, it, like you said, it is a science. All right on building your body up, shredding down, but not losing uh, not losing the muscle, dropping the fat. So I, I ended up being about 200 pounds and 3% body fat for almost a year. And I was able to really learn my body well and I turned I did a couple more competitions. I turned pro in the IFBB and then I won my first pro show and that qualified me to compete in Mr. Olympia. So mm-hmm. in 2016 I went to the Mr. Olympia bodybuilding competition and I was uh, top 40 physiques in the world. Uh, so I went from dad bod to Mr. Olympia body in a, in a year, in one year.
0: Unbelievable. Let's, let's talk more about that food. You you mentioned that food. So what, what exactly did you eat? What was the plan? You know, here we, we do a lot of plant-based stuff here. Obviously I'm vegan. So that's my vibe. But, uh, what did you, what did you do? Did you focus on a lot of macros? Did you focus on everything? I know that your buddy helped you put together the plan, but what, what did it look like?
2: Here's the interesting thing, Corey, is that um, I honestly couldn't even tell you what a macro is. And I, and I, and for me, it was it was it's a balance of protein, uh, carbs, and vegetables. And I allowed my buddy to be the expert at that. All he did was build the plan, and uh, and I followed it. And I, of course, I've learned what it is. But it's it's really I was weighing my food. Uh, I was religious to weighing my food. And actually, Thor and I uh, shared the same diet because we have the same blood type. Uh, so our foods, our bodies digest food differently uh, when you have different blood type. Uh, so that was something that I didn't realize. Wow. Uh, I was changed. I changed my cardio up. So I started doing fasted cardio. I wanted to stomach in the yep. morning. I I was, like yeah, I was working out way too hard. My my heart rate was burning. Was uh, was going way too fast. So I had to slow my heart rate down to burn fat versus burning into my muscle. So there's a lot of little little techniques that I hadn't even considered. But what I did was I just gave control to my friend, uh, hmm. my friend. And he, he I trusted him. And I put my trust in him, and I had weekly check-ins with him. And from there, we continued to iterate and get better and better.
0: Now, what are you going to do for the Ironman, though? I mean, you've got major cardio that you're doing for hours on end. I mean, you're going to lose a little bit of muscle, right?
2: Yeah, so I, so I did the Ironman six months after the Olympia uh, right oh, after the, landing.
0: okay, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: So I had the, I had the muscle and the strength already. And that was the challenge for me was everybody said, well, you don't have the endurance. Okay. Well, I'll go do, what's the worst, what's the toughest uh, race out there in Ironman? So I actually learned some of my techniques from Joel and I asked him, Hey, is it possible to train for an Ironman without ever having any triathlon experience? Cause I've never done a triathlon at all. Yeah. So I, Dang. neither did he. Neither one of us had done any triathlon, marathon, triathlon <laughs> nothing. nothing.
0: Me yeah. too. Same thing. We have that in common, man. The first uh, yeah. the first marathon yeah. I ran was during the Ironman.
2: Yeah. 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 So we yeah. jumped right in. I said, is it possible? And he said, yes. With your work ethic and your discipline and, and the way we train, it is possible. So uh, I was able to, having the, the understanding of my diet and my body, I was able to keep my weight at 201 to 203 the entire time of training time um, and i never i stayed within two pounds of 200 pounds uh, the entire time and that time when you see me flex on camera in the ninja warrior two weeks later i did an iron man at that weight
0: that's unbelievable so, was was the water hard for you i mean were you I, I, that's where I, that's where i struggled look i threw i threw up six times in the ocean six oh, times yeah. dude it's because i shot a—I uh, was swallowing too much salt water yeah. And it yeah. just rejected my body, rejected it. So I knew That's it like right. mentally I was fine. I'm like, okay, I'm barfing. That's because I've drank too much salt water. It's all good. And I'm not even joking. You know how you go out like folks, if you don't know about the Ironman. So it's a two point, what is it, 2.4 mile swim? Is that what it is? 2.1. Yeah. Okay. So 2.4, you go out for 1.2 and then you come back and then you have to go back again. It's like straight out and back. And um, when I came back, I saw multiple grown men crying in the sand. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I'm going back in the water. And the second I stepped in the water, stepped in the water, started swimming, I go sideways and I barf. It was just like that. Wow. And, uh, you know, it happened five more times, you know, then I feel bad for the people behind me swimming in my barf. Uh, but, you know. Well, <laughs> I can totally relate to that. So Thor uh,
2: explained how he was, you know, he, he felt that that suffering. suffering uh stage and what is the bike or the run
1: well so real fast on that story for the water you know you described it well but for me someone said it's like a washing machine and that really captured it because you're in the water with a thousand of your closest friends and you move a little bit to the right you bump into the person next to you you say oh whoops and go to the left you hit the other person you slow down you hit the person behind you you're getting elbows in the face and so if you're super claustrophobic you're in the water it's all churning and boiling and and so you're seeing bubbles all over the place. If you are not prepared for that moment, that can, I mean, that's the stuff of nightmares, right? <laughs> oh, and if, yes. Yeah. yeah. And so absolutely come, is. But we said that was the, you know, I told him I had helped him mentally prepare for that as well. So that really got me, uh, too. And it's something you got to anticipate. And I'll let you tell your story, George.
2: Yeah. So as he said that, you know, I hope you suffer. So one of his friends told him that. So I called him the night prior. I had never practiced in open water. I'd only practiced in a pool. So I'm going in thinking, wow, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a Mr. Olympia guy, I've trained for six months, I'm ready to go. And I got in the in the water for the practice swim and I, it was black, I couldn't see anything. And it freaked me out. And yeah. so I, I hit my wall literally in the first five minutes of oh, the Iron man. So I mentally uh, struggled, big time. 3,000 people were around me getting kicked, punched. So what I did was I turned around backwards and I just treaded water for 19 minutes. Uh, in the first five minutes. And I had to slow my breathing down because I couldn't even put my face in the water to breathe. Uh, I slowed my breathing down and I mentally told myself, move forward, progress, focus on progress. And so after about 19, 20 minutes, I was able to calm down and breathe. Uh, I remember what he said, you're gonna suffer, push through it. And so I, my goal was to get to the first buoy. And the first buoy was hundred yards. And so as I passed the first buoy, uh, I felt good, I didn't drown. So I said, get to the second buoy. So I kept swimming to the second buoy. After the second buoy, I actually passed somebody. So I felt good. I wasn't the last guy in the water. Yeah. And and then from there, I picked up my pacing, and I was able to get back on a normal pace, and I finished in about, uh, I don't know, about 40, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, uh, total swim. But that was my moment where I was suffering and hit my wall. And I knew once I got out of the water, I was good to go.
0: Unbelievable. Wow, guys. I mean – you. Uh... You don't really understand how tough it is until you go through it. And, you know, now you could have swam in open water and you could have prepped yourself for open water, but it's still not the same. I mean, was it ocean water or lake water? What was it? It was
2: lake water. And the reason I didn't practice in open water is because I trained during the winter. In Minnesota? It, oh, yeah. Wow. So I was, it was freezing cold. Everything was frozen. So I had no yeah. choice. And mm-hmm. the only thing I had was to do it on game day. The first step. Now, I'll throw
1: too because we were both traveling all the time when we did our iron man so i did one outdoor ride on a bike i got to run, run outside like three or four times for my training for six months prior it was all done on sweaty nasty hotel bikes and you know we, we traveled for a living and and, uh, and so you have to make do i think that's an important point if you can't let those logistics stand in your way uh and you have to you can still figure out a way to get across those obstacles and make your fitness goals happen even if you are on a career path
0: that's uh that's ambitious unbelievable unbelievable well what's next guys i mean you talked about kilimanjaro uh you know you got that coming up i think but uh may when it when is that
1: july yep july 4th is when we're actually going out there uh, i can't wait for that one we were we were hearing some more stories about that uh from some friends that had climbed it and they said people are being taken down and coughing up blood and having issues with it Acclimatizing to the altitude up there, close to 20,000 feet. And I've certainly been in my cockpit uh, up at 20,000 feet and dropped my mask before and just said, hey, how long can I breathe uh, at this point? You know, you, you you test your body out and you see that very quickly the color starts to leave your vision.
0: and you start Oh, to- no.
1: Yeah, a little too euphoric. And fortunately, I can just pull my mask back up when I'm flying in a fighter plane and that's taking place. But uh, we won't have that luxury
0: on uh, this summer. Yeah. So what are, you, what are you going to do? What's the plan? Like how, are you going to have oxygen tanks with you just in case?
1: So, we, so you know, yes, we'll have backup plans for server-lock sure, we'll contingencies, but we're also going to acclimatize, and uh, that's part of the training that we're preparing for right now is uh, we go up to altitude and we slowly get our bodies used to that. And we both lived at 7,000 feet and went to college there at the Air Force Academy, and you get used to it. It's funny how we'd exercise at that altitude and, and not notice a thing, and, but then when you go away for a couple of weeks and come back, and your body adjusts. Uh, along the way, so there are definitely some tips and techniques to to be able to get up to 20,000 feet and That's how they get up to even as high as ever
0: <laughs> Amazing uh, Guys, where can we find more information? We, we got to be able to t- tap into what afterburner is all about and uh, you know be able to follow you give us all your your Twitter handles And I know Joel you have your own show. So let, let's let plug that too
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we've got the business forecast Uh, that uh, we've been promoting for the past year. And I sit down with business leaders and uh, from across the globe, every industry, as well as uh, special elite team members from the military. So folks like who, fighter pilots, Navy SEALs, astronauts. And we talk about how do you create an elite team and how do you take these skills from the gauntlet on the trial by fire that comes uh, through in the military and apply those to create teams that go after something ambitious and exciting uh, in, in the corporate world. And once again, it's called the Business Thorcast. You can find me at Instagram at Joel Thorneeb and also find me on LinkedIn with the same handle, Joel Thorneeb. I answer all my emails. I get a ton of requests to talk about cancer, to talk about Iron Man. And I was just talking to somebody last night with stage four cancer. I'm more than happy to have those conversations and how I got through it. And you know, if you want to know my tips, techniques, and how many times I've used vegetables uh, and, and what it took to get through the hard nights. I absolutely want to have this conversation, so reach out
0: to me. Awesome, thanks Thor. What, what's next? What's next for you, Hoop?
2: Well, it's kind of along the same lines, I'm on my main social media platform is uh, is actually Instagram, and my my handle is Team Hooper Six. I'm also on Twitter, Team Hooper Six. Uh, but I kind of, I pretty much, I've started to really share most of my uh, daily life on there, uh, and it's really generated a lot of excitement. And uh, and questions so how did how did I go from the you know the dad bod to the to the mr. Olympia to from one one uh, challenge to the next and that's really what drives me is challenging myself uh, mentally physically and then also aligning my family I have four boys Joel has three kids as well Uh, so we bring our families along on the adventure and that's what keeps pushing me uh, to keep challenging myself because my kids are always asking me our dad what's next uh, and so when my, when your kids are looking at you, hoping and, and wanting to do the next thing, uh, you got to you got to live up to that. So I've got to keep myself in shape, uh, not only mentally, but also physically as well. Awesome.
0: Uh, guys, thank you so much. We're going to make sure to include everything in the show notes. And uh, obviously, you can visit the website, LeanGreenDad.com, of course, and you can find all the links there as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us again. Thank you for your service. Keep on doing amazing things, guys.
2: Thanks so much for having us. Nice so appreciate it. Appreciate it
0: hey guys what's up it's Corey back in the studio hey if you prefer to watch this podcast you maybe want to see what's going on with uh thor and hoop feel free to check it out it's on our facebook page we go live to record our podcast now so you can see that video there you can also check us out on facebook twitter pinterest instagram um and hey guys i also gave a shout out to the parents on demand uh network you want to check them out there's a great show called the dad experience hosted by mike and adam they talk about fatherhood, they talk about all those parent successes and the parent fails. It's a great show. Go check it out. The dad experience on the parents on demand network. You can find them online. Just look for the parents on demand network and you can find the dad experience until next time, my friends, this is Corey from lean green dad saying, keep going that extra mile for your family. We'll See you soon. Bye.